to Dressage Podcast and in this episode we're going to look at how to impress a dressage judge. Now the best way to impress a dressage judge is to put in the work at home, train your horse correctly along the dressage scales of training and then demonstrate that in the arena on test day. However, there are a few other things that you can do to help impress the judge. So in this podcast episode, we're going to show you how to give your test that elusive wow factor that can make the difference between a high score and an average one. Now here are 12 tips from a British dressage list for judge. So tip number one is that first impressions count. Now when it comes to riding a dressage test, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression, so you had better make it a good one. Now although the judge doesn't officially begin judging your test until you ride your first centre line, it is true to say that their first impression of you and your horse is when they see you riding around the outside of the arena. Tip number two is don't be late. Now if the dressage judge has a large class to get through, they won't appreciate it if you arrive late and then expect to be allowed a few circuits around the outside of the arena before the bell goes. So keep an eye on your watch and be ready to present yourself on time or slightly before. Now before you start warming up, ask the steward or organiser if your class is running on time. Now if they are running early and you have the time, then get yourself ready and be prepared to go in ahead of your time. Now that strategy always impresses the judge, especially if that means that they can have a longer break. Tip number three is turnout. Now you don't get any extra marks for your appearance in dressage, but a smart turnout does impress the judge. Now it's not essential that you plait your horse for dressage competitions, but it does create a professional image if you do. So, groom your horse, trim his feathers if appropriate, and plait or neatly pull his mane. And wear a clean shirt, gloves, and a smart, well-fitting jacket. And do polish your boots. And make sure that your tie or stock is securely pinned in place so that it doesn't flap around. And if you have long hair, then wear a hairnet. Now, jewellery and heavy makeup are inappropriate and distracting, so don't wear any. Now you should also clean your horse's tack and use a freshly washed saddlecloth, not a grubby or a frayed one. Tip number four is to say hi. Now although you should be wearing numbers, it's a good idea to present yourself to the judge and introduce yourself. That avoids any mix-ups on the score sheets and it's also extremely helpful for the judge's writer. Now some numbers are tiny and they can't be seen clearly from the opposite end of a 60 metre arena. And after your test, smile and thank the judge. Now that's not essential, but it does show good manners and judges do appreciate politeness. Tip number five, before you start. Now, rather than riding around the outside of the boards, waiting for the bell, put in a few circles, some shoulder in and plenty of transitions. Now that keeps your horse focused and shows the judge that you mean business. Tip number six is riding the test. Now make sure that you enter on the centre line, not to the right or to the left of it, and keep your horse straight. A bright smile and a straight entry never fail to impress. Tip number seven 
is to know your level. So don't be tempted to enter a test that's above your level. You should always aim to compete at a level below that at which you are training at home. Because competing is stressful for both you and your horse, so don't put even more pressure on yourself by picking a test that contains work in which you are not 100% confident with. Now the dressage judge would much rather see a confident and polished performance at a lower level than a horse and rider struggling and having a disaster by attempting a test that is beyond their current ability. Tip number eight is to use the whole arena. So don't cut corners or allow your horse to fall in away from the boards. Not only does that look unprofessional and sloppy, but it makes your job harder as the arena suddenly shrinks to the size of a postage stamp. Tip number nine is to be accurate. So on a similar theme to the previous tip, make sure that all the circles, loops and transitions that you ride are executed accurately and at the prescribed marker. Now accuracy is demanded by the test for a reason and being precise in your presentation of the test is a surefire way of impressing the dressage judge. Tip number 10 is to keep your temper. Now horses being horses, they do try our patience at times. For example, why do flowers go unnoticed in your home arena but become super scary at a competition? But whatever your horse does or doesn't do, never lose your temper. Although the judge will be sympathetic, they do not want to see harsh riding and will penalise that accordingly. Now if the horse gets upset and won't concentrate on the job, then you are best advised to retire from the test and save your horse for another day. Tip number 11 is to salute. Now you'd be amazed by how many riders forget or deliberately omit the salute at the beginning and the end of a dressage test. Now failure to salute correctly brings an automatic two mark deduction and also looks sloppy as far as the judge is concerned. Now when you salute, establish the halt first and then sit up straight, look the judge in the eye and give a crisp proud salute and smile. Also after your final salute, do pat your horse and praise him. Judges like to see a rider who makes a fuss of their horse and that also demonstrates harmony, which is included in the collective marks. So lastly, tip number 12 is after the test. So although it can be tempting to ambush the judge after the marks are released, especially if you're not happy with your score, don't do it. Always add up the scores yourself because mistakes do happen and you don't want to berate the judge only to discover that the scorer missed out a mark or two. Now if there is a comment that you don't understand, then by all means politely ask the judge if they have a moment to clarify their remark. But if you think that you've been undermarked, then it's best to just accept your score without complaint and move on because judges generally have long memories and you don't want to become known as a complainer. So to wrap this episode up, aside from schooling your horse properly before you enter a dressage competition, you can also impress the judge by presenting yourself on time, looking smart, riding an accurate test and being polite. Now if you have any other questions when it comes to this podcast episode, or if you have any other hints and tips that you would like to share with us, then please do so in the comments box at the bottom of the relevant blog post on our website. Alternatively, you can join our training forum, which you can find at howtodressage.com forward slash community. 
And to make sure that you don't miss out on any of our other free stuff, competitions, training diaries and books, please don't forget to like and follow us on our other social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and Pinterest. We truly appreciate you tuning in today to listen to our podcast and hope that you've got a lot from it. For more, don't forget to check out our articles and other free stuff available on our website, howtodressage.com and pop by Amazon for our range of equestrian books, planners and diaries to help you stay on track with your competitions and training. Bye for now.